Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what is going on, guys? Joe here, 69080V, Radio 69080V. What's happening? Uh, hopefully, everybody's having a pretty good week this week. Um, welcome to the podcast. Don't forget, subscribe, um, comment if you can, uh, Podbean, or give us some feedback on iTunes. Don't forget, you can get us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Um, yeah, KTM. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about KTM and is it really worth the hype and is KTM all, all what the hype is, is all about. If you ask some, yes, it's definitely worth all the hype. Then you got others that are just straight up haters. Um, they have nothing to do with KTM. They, they think KTM is completely unreliable. Um, and it's overpriced and, and not worth it. And then you got others that are just straight across the board. They are kind of, they don't care either way or they just don't really know enough about KTM. Um, and they're just going to stick with what they know, which is going to be Suzuki, Honda, Yamaha, the safe bikes that, you know, uh, are a pretty easy bet. If you know, you're looking to pick up a motorcycle. So, um, but you do hear the hype. You definitely hear the hype of KTM and, and all the, that goes with it. You know, KTM has been around for a while and they're a racing pedigree type of manufacturer. That's, that's what they are. I mean, they, they, they don't build bikes that are, um, putt, putt bikes. <laughs> that's not, that's not their, that's not their niche. That's not what they're doing. That's not what they're ever going to do. They build, um, bikes that are powerful, light, and believe it or not, they're fairly easy to work on for the most part. And, um, not only that, um, the parts are really not all that crazy. You know, everybody's like, Oh, you know, KTM super expensive. It's really not, you know, if you know where to shop. So, um, for all the people out there that basically say KTMs are super expensive to work on at the end of the day, I hate to break the news to you. It depends on what bike you're working on. It's really going to dictate on what it really is going to cost. So I've owned many motorcycles all across the board and, you know, a KLR, you can pretty much, you know, from Kawasaki, you can pull that into a Walmart and rebuild it right there in the, in the, in the parking lot, it seems like, because there's nothing that is, you know, really hard or there's, there's nothing that's, that's fancy about that type of motorcycle. But what I will say is, um, Yamaha versus Kawasaki versus Suzuki and all the other motorcycles. Now, when you start putting these bikes into the classifications, you know, and make sure you understand, you know, the difference between the two motorcycles, you know, or the two types of motorcycles that are really out there, you know, especially when we're talking street legal bikes, 
you know, just because it has a headlight on it and a tail light, that doesn't make it a street legal bike. There are certain things that have to go into these motorcycles in order to make them um, compliant with the EPA so that they are a street legal motorcycle. So um, it's not easy to take an enduro bike or a true enduro bike and make it street legal and make it high performance and make it light to where it appeals to everybody that's out there. KTM has done their homework. They have worked very hard. They have, um, they, that's what they do. That's their gig. That, that, that's how they handle their business. Um, you know, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, you know, I mean, Husqvarna, they're owned by KTM. So it's kind of, um, it's not the same bike. They're not the same bikes, but they share the same passion. They're very legit, powerful bikes. The only bikes that really are even going to compare to, say, the KTMs or the Husqvarna's, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, comment down below and, and whatever. Um, I think I'm right. I mean, I really do. Um, beta. There's one there, the SWM bikes, uh, those things are really kind of cool and they're just starting to hit the States. Um, we did a video on that and I've got some more information on those that I'm going to make another video. That's going to be kind of cool. I think, you know, there's just not a ton of them out there. You know, I think the biggest one is beta beta is probably your biggest manufacturer. That's going to go head to head with those two, uh, the bikes, the Husqvarna and the KTM. So I mean, is it the hype? I mean, really what you're paying for when you're purchasing a KTM is the R&D that goes into it. And there's a lot of it that goes into that motorcycle. Um, they they don't slouch when it comes to that. You know, they have certain things that they're like, oh, well, they skipped on this or they skipped on that or they did this or did that. You know, why would they put a gas tank the way it is? And why would they, you know, uh, put, you know, um, this piece of plastic here and why would they use a plastic subframe and, and why <laughs> they do these things to shave weight and what they do and how they do it is really pretty magnificent and pretty amazing. Yes, I read KTM, uh, but I've, I've ridden all sorts of bikes. Um, is it worth the money? What you're really paying for is the R and D that goes into it. And I mean, their R and D goes deep. It goes deep, deep, deep. You know, if you pull in the most insane crazy endurance race in the world not like in the united states the entire world the dakar rally if you don't know anything about it it's insane it's absolutely insane they have many many stages it's over multiple multiple days and it is an endurance race many miles we're talking like fourteen thousand kilometers or something like that it's it's ridiculous it's very cool. If you've never seen it, look it up. It's, I think, Dakar.com, D-A-K-A-R dot C-O-M. So <laughs> they are the king. They're the king of it. Um, you know, they just won again uh, this year. So um, how good are they when it comes to that? Um, pretty darn good, to be quite honest with you. And if you don't know, um, like I said, the most grueling and most competitive and the most insane and the, the best, not, not like motocross guys. Most motocross guys don't even get into this race cause they're just not built for this type of stuff. It is an endurance race that is basically pin it and forget it. I mean, these guys go 80, 90 miles an hour over the craziest crap you've ever seen. And they just literally, they, the, the, the 
they, they push these bikes literally to the breaking point. And KTM has won every race from 2001 to Toby Price's win this year, Team KTM, <laughs> 2019. That's 18 straight consecutive years. And I think the closest manufacturer that's even even remotely into that, Honda just started getting back into it with their 450s. And Yamaha's been making huge strides. But, you know, they just... When it comes to a high performance bike that is street legal, you know, that is, you can get out there that's kind of an enduro class or a street class. I mean, really do your math. You know, you're going to get all these guys. Oh, well, you know, if I do, you know, mods to my, I'm talking no mods, no nothing. I'm talking straight right out of the gate, right off the showroom floor. Excuse me. I mean, unadulterated, just great power and response and handling and everything name a Suzuki that's not a race bike and I'm not talking about MX bikes I'm talking Enduro Street they don't make one uh, what do they have Suzuki they have the DR650 mm, great bike it's, it's fantastic and they have the DRZ400 another fantastic bike super they're bulletproof. They're all these things. They're not the same. They're not in the same caliber and they're great bikes and they're awesome. Um, and they really are, you know, really marvelous bikes, but comparing them to what you get off the showroom floor, you're basically comparing apples to oranges and, and it's not fair to Suzuki. That's just not what they do, but it's also the difference of $4,000 and what these bikes cost versus say a 690 or a 501, you know, or, you know, Husqvarna and their 701 and, 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 and so forth. So they're. And literally it's, it's apples versus oranges. Same thing goes with Honda. You know, I really, I'm so, so disappointed when the 450, you know, uh, L came out and I saw a lot of stuff and the hype was huge on it. And I was like, man, there's going to be a real big competitor for the 500 for the KTM. You know, question is, is where's its weight going to come in? What type of suspension does it have? And, um, what type of horsepower is it going to have? And really at the end of the day, it's going to come down to price. (laughs) And they, in a way they, they did, they hit it, they nailed it ish. (laughs) As I'd like to say, they ished it. Um, it's just sad that, you know, if you want a bike of that caliber, um, there's two, really there, there's two or three manufacturers that we can go to, to get, you know, that type of bike that we're looking for, you know, you take the KTM 500, you know, EXCF, the the street version and, you know, it's wow. I mean, just absolutely. It's just, it's, it's breathtaking on what that bike will do. It's, it's so amazing, you know, and, but on the other hand, you get all these guys that they'll start throwing out, you know, MX bikes and stuff like that. It's like, look, KTM has their MX bikes as well that will okay if you know you got to compare what it is to what it is i'm talking street legal bikes so um honda you know they had it i just i kind of thought they missed it you know it'd be nice if they did a 450 rally and um uh, and, and uncorked it 
Um, I just got back from Jacksboro. I just did a rally with 130, 140 dual sports. I saw some 450s. Man, it's really a cool bike. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's a bad bike. What I am saying is, is it's a corked up bike. Um, and it's, it's got the look, it's got everything it's, but it's, it's missing. It's just missing for what it is. That was the Honda's mark to compete with, you know, KTM and and Husqvarna and and beta and stuff like that. And, And they didn't. And the thing is, is their intervals are just like the KTM 500. So, and the price is roughly the same. So for about $800 difference, why, you know, cause it's Honda, you know, and the thing is you get these guys, Oh, I get it. Cause it's Honda because I can get the parts cheaper. It's not any cheaper. It is a newer bike. That is not a 450 R. Okay. It's not, it's not a 450 R <laughs> it's just not. So to me, I just think at the end of the day, you know, um, they kind of missed it on that. Uh, moving on Yamaha, uh, 250R, man, bulletproof, proven, awesome, great. It's a 250, do the math, you know, it's going to do a great job. It's going to be all around and people are thinking that I'm probably here just to hammer it. I'm not bashing. What I'm saying is, is I'm saying the KTM, is it worth the hype and is it worth the price and are they a reliable bike? And then you have all the other guys that are going up and they, they start throwing all the Japanese motorcycles out there. I've owned a lot of Japanese motorcycles. So Yamaha. So we've got the 250. That's really it. They don't really have anything else unless you're going to take a 450 F and you're going to street legal it. Great bike. You can do it. It'll do a good job. Um, a 500. It is not. It is not going it, to. It, it's not. It's, it's not going to be the same as having a KTM 500. It's short by about 20 horsepower. Um, it's not any lighter. Um, and it's, I'm just telling you, it's the R and D in, in the KTM is just, it's better. I mean, I'm sorry. And, you know, but then you can, if you want to get a, a 450 class, you know, that's, that's dirt, <laughs> go get a KTM if you want, you know, and you can do the same thing. And then you've dropped even more weight and, have an insane dirt bike that that's got blinkers on it. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, Kawasaki, nothing. <laughs> they just discontinued the KLR 650, not even close. Um, and the KLX 250s, um, although they're great bikes and they look cool, um, they're majorly quirked up. Kudos to Kawasaki for basically putting in that fuel injection into the newer series. But it's it's not. Why do they not have a, a KLX 450, you know, S that's street legal? Why? Why? I mean, it, it's such a market. There's guys that are looking for it. You know, if there's anything that you guys think that these manufacturers have missed, put it down in the comments and tell me what you think. I think about this stuff all the time, and I don't understand why. You know, and I get it. These manufacturers, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They just keep pumping out the bikes so they can pump out and make their money. I get that. So. But KTM, getting back to it, is it worth the hype? Is it worth the money? And is it a reliable bike? Okay, well, let's start on, is it worth the hype? Eh, I say 50-50, you know. Um, uh, some people think they're ugly. Some think people think they're beautiful. And some people think, uh, I could care less. Um, 
the hype of what you hear. If you've never ridden a KTM motorcycle, stop, shut your mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. I had a guy that's never ridden a KTM. He hopped on my 690 at the, at the, at the rally this last weekend and (laughs) grins from ear to ear. And he had a 450F, a WR that was plated and all the way done. Beautiful bike, totally legit. But he got on the 690, he goes, dude, I get it. That bike weighs more than mine. It doesn't feel like it's heavier than mine. And the way that thing will just giddy up, he goes, it is absolutely unadulterated. Awesome. That's what I'm getting at. Now, the WR450F, that's what, 7000 bucks, 8000 bucks. The KTM, it's about 10 9 11 somewhere around there. So, you know, you got to understand, is it worth the hype? I say 50-50. Yes and no. It really depends on the motorcycle. Is it worth the money? Absolutely. I really do. Absolutely. It's worth every penny. Um, the amount of money that they pump into that R&D for that motorcycle and what it does and how they pack so much in such a small amount, absolutely amazing. And if you don't know anything about motorcycles, then you need to go learn and understand what they have done and how they have changed the game and how other people are playing catch-up right now. Yes, absolutely worth every penny. It's just, I I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things. If you don't own, if you've never ridden one, it's awesome. Would I own any other bike? You betcha I would. Um, But I love my KTM. It does a great job. It's never left me stranded. And remember one thing, a bike is only as good as its owner. And if you're out doing wheelies and jumping, you know, and power sliding, you know, and you don't wash it and lubricate and you don't do your maintenance when you're supposed to, and you don't do all these things. And you got these guys that, that are super motor guys. They think that they're the king of everything, but yet they treat their bike like crap. Uh, but yeah, they've been riding for 20 years. I get sick and tired of people, man. Well, I've been riding for 20 years. I don't care if you've been riding for 20 years or 20 minutes. If you take care of your bike it's gonna last if you don't take care of your bike it's a piece of crap and i watch guys ride bikes and that is i would never buy that bike from certain people by watching them ride because they think that they're amazing riders great riders take care of their bikes they may ride them hard but they also take care of them too and they replace things and they fix things when they're supposed to be fixed and replaced there's a time for everything so ktm worth it yes I really do. I think that 100%. 690, 500, the uh, uh, 300. Uh, man, there was a 300 at the rally. That thing was amazing. Um, and uh, the 250s that are out there, very, very cool. But just because you own a different bike, that doesn't make it bad because all these bikes are great. What I'm saying is, is KTM, they've just they've set a bar. And if you think I'm wrong, go ahead. You tell me all about it. But I mean, they really have. They have basically set the bar for everyone else. And if you don't believe that, then you you don't do enough research and you don't read enough and you don't understand, obviously. And you can hate me. You can give me thumbs downs all you want. But at the end of the day, the proof is in the pudding. Go look at the wins. Go look at the wins. Go look at everything that they do. Look at the riders that they get for their factory team. You know, look at all that stuff. You don't get that stuff because you suck. And reliability of a KTM, I've got thousands of miles on my bike. I've got a buddy that's got thousands of miles on his bike. I've got other buddies that have thousands on their bikes. You're going to get those one-offs. You're just going to have a problem. It happens, man. It's just like cars. I mean, it, it happens. 
And the same thing happens with Hondas, Kawasaki, Suzuki's, and Yamahas. So don't act like it doesn't happen. You just hear about it on KTM because of how much they cost. So take care of your bike and the rest will take care of itself. Anyway, I appreciate you. Thanks for stopping in and tell me what you think about KTM versus all the other bikes. Are they, are they better? I don't, I'm not saying they're better. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they have set a bar for high performance bikes that are street legal that will just do the business. So you tell me what you think, put that down in the comment. Don't forget podcast Sundays, Thursdays, Check out our YouTube channel. We have a hundred and some odd videos, everything from tips to gear to rant rides, talking about all different types of motorcycles and just little things. Some of it seems stupid, but you know what? It's things to remember because trust me, it's not a big deal until it's a big deal. But like I said, like thumbs up, smash subscribe, be part of it. And also don't forget iTunes, Google podcasts, Spotify, Make sure you're part of that too. We appreciate your time. You guys have a fantastic day and 690 out. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.